0: welcome to come follow me mental health insights with dr david morgan each week we'll review a concept from the come follow me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health hi welcome to episode six of season three this week we are studying second nephi chapters one and two these chapters contain some of the final words of advice from lehi to some of his children he dies at least his death the death is recorded in second nephi chapter 4 and lehi's love and concern for his children is very evident in these chapters sometimes it's difficult to have healthy relationships with our adult children it takes modifications to our parenting style it's not like raising them as adolescents or raising them as young children i'm actually going to speak about this at the 2024 BYU Women's Conference about how to navigate and improve relationships with our adult children. If you're at the conference, I'd love for you to come and hear the presentation. Uh, but let's begin by reading some of Lehi's counsel to his two sons who probably caused him the most grief throughout his life, Laman and Lemuel. This is in 2 Nephi chapter 1, starting in verse 1. And now it came to pass that after I, Nephi, had made an end of teaching my brethren, our father lehi also spake many things unto them and rehearsed unto them how great things the lord had done for them in bringing them out of the land of jerusalem and he spake unto them concerning their rebellions upon the waters and the mercies of god in sparing their lives that they were not swallowed up in the sea and he also spake unto them concerning the land of promise which they had obtained how merciful the lord had been in warning us that we should flee out of the land of jerusalem for behold said he I have seen in a vision in which i know that jerusalem is destroyed and had we remained in jerusalem we should also have perished but said he notwithstanding our afflictions we have obtained a land of promise a land which is choice above all other lands a land which the lord god hath covenanted with me should be a land for the inheritance of my seed yea the lord hath covenanted this land unto me and to my children forever and also all those who should be led out of other countries by the hand of the Lord." I find Lehi's approach interesting uh, because in order to help his sons find greater faith, he was asking them to look backwards instead of forwards. He was asking them to remember the great things which had been done for them, which then could help them understand that their futures could be bright if they would just be obedient. Developing greater faith is one strategy to decrease anxiety. It's not the only way to decrease anxiety, but it is one that is sometimes neglected. And now I'd like to spend most of the rest of the podcast telling you about a personal story that has unfolded in my life and my wife's life over the past six months or so. So I appreciate your indulgence with this. Uh, In late July of 2023, so about six months ago, My wife, Kristen, was having a routine annual exam with her doctor. Her doctor noticed something strange in her abdomen, and so she referred Kristen for an ultrasound. Now, usually these abdominal ultrasounds take about 10 minutes or so, but after she'd been in for more than 30 minutes, and the ultrasound technician brought in another technician, and they stayed for about another 30 minutes, taking many, many images of her abdomen, Kristen knew something wasn't right uh they identified a 14 centimeter mass in her abdominal area now for reference 14 centimeters is bigger than a softball but not quite as big as a volleyball Uh, one of the doctors basically said it was kind of like she was almost 20 weeks pregnant that's how large this thing was inside her now if they were able to see where the mass was attached to her they would have been able to give a pretty good diagnosis of whether it was cancerous or not but in the ultrasound, they could not see where it was attached. So they scheduled her for an MRI, hoping that they could get better resolution. And that took a few weeks to to get scheduled and get done. And again, even with the MRI, they could not tell where the mass was attached. And so they could not rule out whether it was cancerous or not. Now, during this time, both Kristen and I started to have uh, significantly increased anxiety because of the uncertainty of the situation. We didn't know if this was cancer or not. We didn't know what our future would be like. During this time, Kristen was such a great example to me. She prayed and pondered much. And through her praying and pondering, she had strong feelings that the mass was not cancer and that she was going to be fine. But without a conclusive diagnosis, we were both left with only faith to hang on to. And there was nothing certain at that point. About a month later, we met with a surgeon, and she was scheduled for surgery, uh, but that surgery had to be postponed about six weeks due to a schedule conflict. Um, And so we finally had the operation about a week ago. So this was almost six months after her original visit with her doctor. After the operation, which took about three hours, the doctor told me that the mass was attached to her ovary. And while he did not think it was cancer, he said that we'd have pathology reports in a few days and would know for sure again this led to some ongoing some ongoing uncertainty and even though Kristen had received strong impressions that it was not cancer the uncertainty was still there we were promised that the pathology report would come by monday monday came and went tuesday came and went wednesday came and went and we were just wondering what the news was going to be it was a difficult few days and then finally um i think of thursday of last week we received the news that the mass was not cancerous and that she was going to be fine. I remember when Kristen came and told me the good news, um, we hugged and then we talked about it for a few minutes. And I said, let's always remember the impressions you had before and how they felt so that the next time we go through a period of uncertainty like this, we can remember to trust the Lord and the revelation that he gives. I appreciate you letting me share that personal story. I don't share much like this on these podcasts but the experience was so timely for us and seemed to fit so perfectly with with lehi's teachings and i expect that everyone listening has had a similar experience in their lives Uh, not necessarily a medical experience but you've had a situation where something has happened where you have feared about potential outcomes where you've received impressions that things will work out and then eventually those impressions are realized and things are okay it's very important to remember those experiences In my own life i like to call them my faith files it's like a file drawer in my mind that i can open and then go back and remember all the times when i feared and when the lord eventually came through in second nephi chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 lehi gives counsel to his son jacob and he states and now jacob i speak unto you thou art my firstborn in the days of my tribulation in the wilderness and behold in thy childhood thou hast suffered afflictions and much sorrow because of the rudeness of thy brethren Nevertheless, Jacob, my firstborn in the wilderness, thou knowest the greatness of God, and he shall consecrate thine afflictions for thy gain. He says, God shall consecrate our afflictions for our gain. This means that God will take troubled times and difficult experiences and eventually turn them into blessings and faith-promoting events. The trials that you are going through, the mental health issues you experience are part of your afflictions, and they are part of the things that our father in heaven has promised that he will consecrate for our gain. Now this involves work on our part, just like Kristen and I had many anxiety filled months as we tried to cope with her uncertain medical situation, we experienced growth at the same time. And that growth happened from two sources. It happened from our own efforts to exercise and strengthen our faith and the Lord's blessing to help us trust in his assurances. Sister Lisa L. Harkness, former first counselor in the primary general presidency taught, Quote, in times of turmoil, and f- our faith can feel stretched to the limits of our endurance and understanding. Waves of fear can distract us, causing us to forget God's goodness, thus leaving our perspective short-sighted and out of focus. Yet it is in these rough stretches of our journey that our faith can not only be tried, but fortified. Have faith that your mental health journey, although quite difficult at times, can be the means of you reaching spiritual heights that you never before imagined. I always end these podcast episodes with an invitation to act and invite you to give prayerful consideration to which of these invitations would be good for you to do. This week's invitation is as follows briefly describe two situations you've experienced that have tested your faith and increased your anxieties. And then answer this question How was your faith strengthened and your anxieties reduced because of those trials? I have free worksheets you can download to help you remember. And implement the weekly invitations to find out how to get those just sign up for my email newsletter and you can find that link in the show notes also please subscribe so you can easily access new episodes each week and share this podcast with others there's also written transcripts of the podcast and you can find that link in the show notes thank you for listening and until next time this is dr david morgan reminding you that change is possible but change requires action and to always keep moving forward Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.drdavidtmorgan.com.